Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us once again. Um, this is, of course, another episode of the I'll Try That podcast. Joining me this week are Richard Jabrell. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. Joining me this week are Richard Drabwell. Hello. And Joe Druitt. Hello. And it's me, Matthew, by the way, if you hadn't gathered. Um, thanks for joining us again. Um, where are we going this week? I we're up off to the bonny land of Scotland. Um, <laughs> as our our um, hot topic today is is uh, McEwen's Brewery, known chiefly for um, McEwen's Export, uh, McEwen's Champion. Um, we'll get into that in a bit more detail a little bit later on. But first, I'm. Who, who wants it? Who, 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 who wants to be in charge? Joe's going to be in charge, uh, and Joe's going to do us a hop topic. Sorry, the, the McEwen's bit is going to be the pursuit of hoppiness. So I've absolutely hashed this big time. <laughs> so we'll well, just thank ca- you for that. Yeah. Everyone ready to carry on as done. normal? Like that didn't even <laughs> thank happen. Thank you for that gracious intro, Matthew. Smooth. It was spot on, smooth. Um, right, fellas, we are in. February, fast approaching mid-February. Can we believe it? Nope. But guess what season is just around the corner? I'm not talking about weather types. I'm talking about some sort of like... Wedding vibe. season! Oh. Wedding season could be one, but no. <laughs> that, that, there fever. are a lot of weddings. Hay fever season, no. But uh, yes, it could be quite linked with this type of season coming up. Daffodil season. Daffodil, mackerel. Let me give you a hint. There's usually music being played. Festival season. season. Funeral. Festival season. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> funeral season? Is that... <laughs> they often play music at funerals. <laughs> yes, but you can hardly say that we ha- we have a well-known and structured season of funerals happen every year. <laughs> Just so you guys yeah. know, if I've not made this clear before, I want I want mine to happen late February. <laughs> Whenever, whenever I pop my clog, I want it to be late February that I'm that I'm you know. So you have yours to the festival, during the during the funeral season. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just all the <laughs> all the celebs will be out at their funeral. I'm sorry, this is I don't know where I'm going with this. So yes, so, tell us more about funeral season, festival season, <laughs> festival season. So festival season. So picture the scene. You're in your, you know, jazzy Hawaiian shirt, you know, cut-off sleeves. So obviously that's what you do. Short-sleeved Hawaiian shirt. Got your shorts on. You're wearing your trainers. Uh, you know, you've got maybe your baseball cap on. Rich likes a bit of a nice baseball cap with his handlebar mustache walking around. And, you know, you're kind of there. And, you know, what, what do you want to do in a festival? Obviously there's music being played. Drugs. You want to dance, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've only been to one music festival, and now I like to pretend that I'm I'm like an expert at them. When the one music festival I went to, I didn't even camp. <laughs> However, I did have a, an outfit, much as you described, but with like a fluffy tie-dyed bucket hat. Nice. Bye. I know, I and know. Can't you just picture me in that? So when you were wearing your tie-dyed bucket hat and all your festival attire, 
and you know the music was blaring and pumping and, and all, know, the, all, and all wanna, the girls you, were trying to like just leap on me yeah <laughs> yeah and and you were kind of dancing around what were you what what was the situation with your hands with when you're holding your alcoholic beverage predominantly a uh, beer obviously yeah i was doing i was a bit like doing this and and drenching myself to a certain extent as in holding was, up in the air sorry holding your yes, hands up like, in the air? like the beginning of the ymca dance i, I was nice. holding them up here and the, I, the, well, as a result, I had to like you know have a sip of each of them. I wasn't always mm. um, a, a double parked. I was sometimes <laughs> yeah, yeah. holding one for my other half. Um, but you have to hold up there, and if you're on a boogie like that, not that yeah. this is how you do it, um, you end up getting drenched like that. Uh, well, so it doesn't. That, sound, and what about you, Drabs? Is this a similar experience to you at, at festivals as well with holding your beer? No, because I'm just, more of a veteran than me. Because I'm just such a legend. I just down them. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> because, <laughs> Right. I thought you and could you say, as, as such a legend, I just have a queue of people offering to hold it for me. <laughs> so, what I, you know, with your very great answers, we're basically t- t- tiptoeing around the, the point that there is a bit of an issue here that you yes. don't, you, you want to dance, yeah. you want to either, you feel like you need to ha- down your beer because you don't want to get on, you need to get on and do it. It's a bit awkward holding your beer walking around a festival, right? Well, I, I have the thing for you guys it's the beer lanyard. Okay. It is a lanyard that you put around your neck, you know, like you wear, like with your little name tag on. But it has a little <laughs> like rubber, um, little like kind of circle, and you put your beer glass inside this rubber thing. It goes the lanyards around your neck, and there you go, hands free beer holding. Okay, yeah. No, while so you're it, walking around your festival. For me, this is a shut up and take my money situation. Because also, I like I'd like to have that at like sports events. You know, you 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 yeah. do a bit of clapping, applauding clapping that sort hands. of thing, and you can pop it there. And then yeah. your, your favorite, your team's just scored. You're clapping, you're clapping, and what you think? Oh, yeah. I'm a bit parched. And you just pick up your beer from your lanyard and just still attach the lanyard. Doesn't have to go anywhere. Don't take it out. Take a sip. Pop it back again. Well, clap, clap, clap. I've Done. got, I've got, I've got a bit of an issue with this. Is um, why is that? I'm I'm quite into. You don't have a neck. Yes, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm quite I'm quite I'm quite into mosh pits. Whenever, whenever I go to festivals, and I can mean <laughs> having my beer round my round my means I'm just going to get my snazzy my snazzy shirt wet when I'm running into people. True, but as you were saying, you probably wouldn't run into a mosh. You, you probably would drink your beer if you didn't have this lanyard. You probably would have downed your beer before you went into a mosh pit anyway, right? Yeah. So you just do the same thing, and now you have a fancy like weapon whipping around your <laughs> neck. I thought you were going to view it the other way of like so now. You know, for the regular uh, music festival goer, in addition to one that you can have in each hand, you've now got another place to hold a third cup of urine that you plan to throw at someone. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe like a fancy catapult. Yes. You know, yes. <laughs> so urine trebuchet. <laughs> so, um, sorry, I don't want to say I don't endorse that. That the rumours of that sort of thing are exactly why I've only ever been to one music festival, basically. <laughs> so there you have it, guys. Look out for at a festival near you the beer lanyard. I do. Um, want one. I feel I got, like these um, could yeah, be I'm, taking off. I think. I think, I, also, I think I'm going to get one. Can you get two I and then think have, I have one, behind one downstairs? You? I think I th- when I went and did the um, this Medoc Marathon, I think they gave me a beer. It wasn't a beer one, but it was like for your wine glass could fit in, which is <laughs> slightly more dangerous. <laughs> a, presumably, it, it clasps the wine glass just glass, by the stem. Glass into your throat. 
and Mr. Drew, how did you do this? Well, I was running with my wide carrier and I slipped <laughs> and I just impaled myself with the wine glass. I think I, I feel and, like and a the... wine lanyard doesn't quite work, but what I would have is a wine caddy. Someone I would employ to run around <laughs> <laughs> next to me, handing me my wine glass. We swing, we swing in very the Merlot, circles. sir. Mm, I'd, I'd recommend the Merlot for this bit. <laughs> I like your idea, though, Drabbers. It's like, hello, hello, hello. What's going on here then? Well, Inspector, it's another wine-carrying-related crime. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the Inspector just crunches up his fist and raises it at the sky. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Excellent, good. Wine carrier, uh, wine lanyard rather, beer lanyards. <laughs> What's happened there? Coming to a good car boot sale near you. <laughs> uh, oh, hang on, sorry, it's me again, isn't it? So that's 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 the uh, hop topic, and now pursuit of hoppiness. Um, McEwen's. McEwen's. There you have it. Are what we, do we? Are we what do we right? know? McEwen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I hope so because that's my other half surname. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, that could have been awkward. Um, I don't. I, you know, I got educate me, lads. This is a Scottish brewery, right? Scottish oh, brewery, I the original know. Scottish premium beer, McEwen's mm. Export, four point five percent, full bodied, full flavored, and it looks like it's got some sort of cavalier. A guy who's like a cavalier, you know what that kind of? Uh, yeah, that he could almost a, that big hat. Yeah, you know, a what cravat. Okay. He almost looks like he could glass. be one of the three musketeers, doesn't he? Yeah. That's exactly what I mean. Yes, I yeah. was going. I was going to bring this up very a bit later on, but it seems that we've already brought him up. I've just seen an image of who Mister McEwen is meant to, what Mister McEwen actually looked like, and right. then this is also meant to be Mister McEwen on the can. He he does not look like that. Has he, has he sort almost, of embellished yeah. a little bit here? He's all he's almost like he's had some beers, and that's what he sees himself in the mirror looking like. <laughs> oh. um, so he's not like the Scarlet Pimpernel that he's not like the Scarlet Pimpernel but, um, okay so I'm I, we, I'm going to have to get this bit of picture if, up if, if you just go on to the story of McEwen okay I got it you got it and then it's oh, just the, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh wow yeah he looks he looks like a one of basically he looks like he should have got on the on the boat to go to as a pilgrim to go to the uh, to the Americas <laughs> <laughs> Can someone talk to me? Uh, I'm sorry. This like I feel like this is is content not really for the for the listeners, but more for ourselves. Can someone talk to me on the <laughs> listeners? You're gonna have, you're gonna have to have a look at this. There's like a story on the website of of McEwen's to give you a bit of background of where they're at. Someone talk to me about the 1989 picture. What's going on there? There's like. <laughs> Apparently, it's, it's to solidify their relationship and the launch of McEwen's export with the US. But yeah, I, it's, I don't know. It's like <laughs> that it's is like to... the guy on the can. So the, this this musketeer on the can has been made into some sort of weird puppet. Like you yeah. know what? The, like the knockoff Madame Two Swords has done it basically, and it's like not a very good one. Might, um, might be exposing the fact that I really don't like puppets and like. Right. Models and that sort of thing. But that picture is absolutely. So when Sesame nightmare. Street came on, you'd go <laughs> screaming under the sofa. No, furry animals are different. That thing, which is meant to be a human likeness, that is absolute nightmare fuel to me. That's the most horrible <laughs> thing I've ever seen. And there's, there's the McEwen character, who is this like musketeer type, is also <laughs> like sat next to a guy on the beach on a on a deck chair, and the guy oh, is. You thought it was, I thought I thought that was a woman. 
Could be, could be. Either way, they're asleep but smiling. <laughs> <laughs> how, uh, do, how, do you, how do you sleep? I am night? seriously turned off by it. Sorry, Rich, what were you saying? I was going to say, how do you sleep at night? Not smiling? Uh, not next to a freakish doll representing a musketeer. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't think I'd ever be sleeping. Slightly, that was happening. Slight, slightly off topic about weird, creepy doll dolls. Me and my flatmate at the moment currently have a weird, creepy doll that we are hiding round the flat for different to points. To scare each other. Yeah, to scare each other. Um, nice. So, yeah, so, so last night I found it in my bed. Which was not, which yeah. is not great. Classic. Then yeah, so it's already given me the heebie jeebies. You've got to get it behind. What what you've got to do to your? This is going to really freak him out. Behind his door, so he'd be out for the day, right? Yeah. You, what you've got to do is like get like the puppet attached to some like rope or something, and then attach it up there so that when he opens up his door, it gets it swings down into the door frame. Yeah. So like as he opens it up. Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know how you'll do it. You've got to figure yeah. out the logistics of that, but that would be really... That's where you're going to freak him out. It's, it's also... It's, it's like a porcelain doll. It would hurt. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Even better. There's also a It'll humorous a bit, prank. A little bit like also... Home Alone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I thought you were a burglar. Yeah. <laughs> I was in my room. Yeah. Fracture <laughs> skull. <laughs> it's the new uh, house defence system that I've installed while you've been out. <laughs> Scary charity right, shop. I'm, McEwen's. McEwen's. But yeah, flimsy pretext. McEwen's should, because uh, considering I'm drinking um, their 7.3% champion, Fractured Skull could actually also have been a fairly good name for this one. Um, <laughs> but by no means a session beer. This is a dark, heavy, full-on... Um, I'm also, I don't even know. It's good just calling itself a premium beer, basically. Um, mm. But it is one for uh, not for the faint-hearted. Basically, you're drinking the export. I think I'm. I'm, I'm yeah, is, I believe right? I believe I'm drinking kind of like their staple, the the one that um, is everywhere. Um, give me a minute. I've completely lost yeah, my train. It was funny actually that... You have is you having export drabs? Is that the yeah, one you're having? Yeah, Mc, McEwen's export is what I'm drinking. So that's the one that they created for the US market back in 1989. And I think that's the one I've seen more like yeah. in a can now. You know, I think that is the mm. most popular one from McEwen's because it's in a can now. Um, mm. But I'm looking at their other ones, you know, the beers. They've got a weird nomenclature. Is that nomenclature is the right word, right? Um, of how to no pronounce idea. it, of, of like naming <laughs> for these. So I'm looking at McEwen's 80, which is their oh, original yeah. heavy, which is the one which cost 80 shillings back in the day. Oh, that's why it's 80. Um, and it was the choice of the McEwen's Brewery Workers, right? They've got What's a that? McEwen 70, which is in duty, is, is the taxman charged a duty in shillings on each hogshead, 54 gallons of beer, depending on its strength. So the stronger the beer, the more he levied, right? So that's why it was, it's called 70, okay? And then there's 60, which is their slightly lighter one, but still, you know, it's still a, like a red ale, basically. So yeah, I, I just thought that was interesting. I've never seen a, you know, 80, 70, 60, and it's all to do with the amount of tax back in yeah, the 1900s like that, that, that they got, cool. which is quite cool, isn't it? I'm also, it's the sort I'm also, of thing that... Oh, go on, mate. No, I was going to say, I was just almost looking at the tag, the tagline of the 80, um, which mm. is the, 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 the famous heavy, but I just don't think I've ever been, been excited when somebody said that drink's really heavy. Sort of well, no, it's talking it's about the... the Scottish beer, the Wee Heavy, which is a huge, which is a really popular beer, like type. It's like you know, calling it an IPA or something. It's the Wee Heavy. The Wee That's Heavy. That's their version. Oh, of it. Okay. 
We haven't done a wee heavy yet, but wee heavy <clears throat> is like really popular up in Scotland as like a traditional Scottish beer. Basically. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. actually, that's the other thing, thing. Champion is partially so named because partially. Um, favorite Scotland's favorite bottled beer. I think I, I to be fair, I glazed oh. over it a little bit just to say it's a bit full on. Um, <laughs> but it's um, it, it has been really, really popular. Um, this is one of those, as I said, um, is uh, an episode we were talking about recently. Quite a, a full, full, full bodied. Of course, it is um, fruity, uh, and it's got a good level of sweetness as as, as well. Um, so actually, just, the way I described it before is actually just being you know um, heavy, full on beer. And I don't think it really it doesn't really taste like seven point three percent, but um, right. I, I think you you know about it before long. Um, but it's very dark, and actually, it is one that I would probably would describe as as heavy. And I know what you you mean, uh, Rich, in terms of if someone describes a drink as heavy, depending on your particular scenario, you probably don't reach for it straight away. Um, yeah, it, I do it, avoid I, a heavy. That that's it, and um, uh, it also puts me in mind of one of those. Was it Beer Fifty Two that used to do those? Mm. Uh, beer packages and you yeah. can choose between a light and a dark I mean this yes. would, would obviously come in, in in your dark category and I think there is uh, I can't speak for everyone but I often think that the, the standard these days is everyone, lots of people are looking for a lighter beer this is a darker heavier option um, but to me then it also just it just strikes me as the one you have in winter basically but um, yeah. it is solid for that because it is we are in early February um it's actually sat down with me quite nicely <laughs> on my late Saturday evening. <laughs> I'll tell you how you know this is a Scottish brewery because they have two beers that are referred to as Scotch ales. <laughs> so they have a Scotch ale, which is, as you'd imagine, a Scottish ale, mm. uh, which is hilarious because I've never actually had a Scotch ale before, but I'd definitely try it. Um, I always just assume it's, it's got whiskey in it, but that's obviously not the case. So I think of scotch, I think of whiskey, but it's just how powerful a, a That's Scott not how is. they do their eggs. So <laughs> I'd imagine oh, yes, isn't, yeah, isn't, yeah. Isn't, surely a scotch ale has just got meat and batter around the outside. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's funny. I'd, I'd, I'd love Flimsy. to have these. I've never tried them and see what how they're different they are. Um, I will just make a side note that the marketer of McEwan's has invented a word called magnificent. I don't know if you've heard this. We've seen this. <laughs> yeah. It's plastered literally yeah. everywhere over their website. <laughs> and I'm getting a bit bored of it. <laughs> Look, if, if so you... apparently... Sorry, guys, so it's a play on the word magnificent. Yeah, yeah. But if you create something that great, you've really got to put it everywhere. You can't just, well, you can't just one-off it. The guy, when well, it, when let let first... me tell you if you think this is enough. <laughs> magnificent is our middle name. Magnificent by nature. <laughs> <laughs> magnificent brew was... magnificent sight there was, honestly... magnificent extremely drinkable full bodied and sweet that's a magnificent beer <laughs> magnificent character I mean you tell me if that's too much or should I no, keep going no, I, there I, think, I think yeah. keep going yeah. because yeah. basically it was that guy happened upon that word and he was like should we let's what, why don't we describe it all as magnificent? And his mate was out there and he's going, Mate, that is sick! Yes! That's so good. <laughs> Put it <What>? everywhere! <laughs> what I really like to think, though, it's one of those things, you know when the joke is initially funny and then it kind of gets a bit, oh, no. <laughs> but then you keep saying it and then it becomes funny again? It's got very yeah. good. That's yeah. exactly yeah. And like then, and it. They've got to the point where that mate is, you know, the person who's created it said, 
How are we going to get people to share their magnificent moments? I tell you what, let's start hashtag magnificent moment on Twitter. <laughs> and yes, that is all factual. This is an actual hashtag. This is it's, it's sort of like Alanis Morissette and that every now and then someone else realises that her song Ironic is a list of things that aren't actually ironic. And therefore, yes. the song Ironic is ironically named. And she goes... <laughs> Every, every 15 gotcha. minutes ago, she goes, someone else just got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, I'm there. I'm there for the, the, the magnificent. Magnificent. Yeah. Um, who do you think owns magnif- this magnificent brewery? <laughs> if it's not oh, Magnificent, I'm going to be annoyed. I think <laughs> you've got this, Drabs, haven't you? You've got the insight um, into who owns this magnificent brewery. Wasn't it Marston that I read? That's right. Yeah. That is right. Oh, I was going to guess Uncle Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, he's got this room full of gold coins. You know, you got you got to do something with that. And I just assumed that Uncle Scrooge McDuck, because he's a muck, had a Scottish um, portfolio. <laughs> oh. So on um, Instagram, they have 1,200, sorry, 843 followers. Uh, And if you want your weekly dose or daily dose of magnificent themed posts, then go head on over there to Instagram. (laughs) Oh, man, can I only get it in weekly installments? (laughs) (laughs) When was their last? Yeah, I can't click. I haven't logged in, but I don't know when their last post. But yes, there seems to be a lot of magnificent, you know, related posts basically um i can't find their instagram um so i can't tell you that one uh, and there's lots of reviews about Mc, uh, McEwen's, especially their export um from all around the world so if you want to go and see who uh, see why um hrc underscore cro from croatia uh, gave it a 2.7 percent uh, 2.7 rating whatever that means uh and referred to it as Clear amber colour with a nice-looking beige head, aroma of malt, grass, soap. What? And cardboard. There you go. Drab someone else who thinks beer tastes like cardboard sometimes. There we go. It does. Tastes in a bitter and watery. That, that does describe McEwen's. <laughs> well, while we're talking... Whoa, 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 whoa. Easy, tiger. No, you can carry on. Uh, <laughs> champion, by the way. The International Brewing Awards 2019 gold medal winner. That's very good. So, you know, stick that in your pipe and smoke it. And that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll Try That Podcast.com, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. <laughs>